Hello and welcome to Positive Occult Podcast with me, Lucifer. Today, Morgana is not with us. We try and have her on every other one. She's a very busy uh, lady. And uh, so we are running solo today. And today, we're going to talk about death. A lot of things, a lot of, it's a word and it's a part of life that people don't like to talk about. But I'm going to talk about how to engage with it, accept it, and use it as a motivator. But I just want to let everybody know that moderndruid.com is our sponsor as always. It's in Nyack, New York. If you go to the website of Modern Druid and you want to buy something on there, use the code word LUCIFER and you will receive a discount on your purchase. So go to moderndruid.com. Also, if you'd like to sponsor the show or the podcast, as you would say, you can go on the front of Spotify and there is a link there to, if you'd like to just sponsor us because we're trying to get a YouTube channel going and we want to make it as professional as possible. And uh, we need a little funds to do that. We really appreciate it. If you want to give $2 a month or whatever, it's just a cup of coffee. I'd really appreciate it. I'm not a beggar, but if you really enjoy our content... Uh, I'd appreciate it. Infernal blessings to you. So, enjoy this this uh, podcast on death. Death. Death is something we fear, especially in the West. There's many sayings and many I guess quotes by people of the past that have reflected on this. And one of the the sayings is um, that is very popular. And I I don't want to say it's that's popular because there are some people who um, who don't who it's, it's not as popular because they don't want to talk about it. But memento mori. Um, it's, a, it's an ancient practice, um, which means, remember, you will die. And go, that goes all the way back to Socrates. There's also other sayings by one of my famous, like favorite writers in the book of meditations was Marcus Aurelius. And he says, you could leave right, life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. So that was a personal reminder that to live in the moment. The French painter Philippe de Champagne expressed a similar, I guess, way of expression of that remember you will die when he painted a famous painting of still life with a skull. And there was three things on it, which is a tulip meaning life, skull meaning death, and an hourglass meaning time. (music) 
Why are we so scared of this? It is something that's going to inevitably, okay, it's hard to speak that word, inevitably going to happen to us. It is all around us every day. The earth, animals, plants, all these things eventually die. The universe is expanding. But even within the universe and the solar system, our planets are not going to last forever. Stars don't last forever. They may last millions of years, but that's not forever. That's not eternity. Eventually they die out. Eventually they don't exist. One of the things I believe that we have difficulty with as being humans is the struggle to hold on and to grasp. The Buddha said that the reason why we suffer is because we are trying to attain or grasp onto things that are could be unattainable. And that all things are impermanent. All things. And until we understand that everything is impermanent, and that's including not just life, includes relationships. Well, Lucifer, what about my grandparents that were together 50 years? Okay, what about it? When they pass, they move on. That's not permanent. That's the way life is. And I think it scares many of us because we have a bad relationship with death. In the West here, we try to hide it constantly. There's many countries that you go to and there's people literally dying in the streets. If you go to India, I don't know how it is now, but I know it many times that there are people that are literally dying in the streets. But aren't we all dying in general? There was a... a uh, I was reading this article about a gentleman who had a friend that was dying and he had four months to live. So his friend asked him, how does it feel knowing you only have four months to live? Like, how are you dealing with this? And his friend said to him, I don't know. You tell me how it feels. Meaning, we're all dying. There's two things in life that are for sure and that we don't know and or that we are very sure of. Death and not knowing when. Now, I'm not here to give you anxiety because that's ridiculous. Nobody wakes up in the morning thinking that they're going to die, but maybe... That's the secret. When I learned Buddhism years ago, and I studied for about 15 to 20 years, meditation and meditating almost every day, and I still do. Spirit Buddhism is a way of life. You can be a witch, you can be anything and still practice Buddhism because it, it has no boundaries. Even Christians could be Buddhists. 
it's a way of life. So one of the things I learned is the amazing ability of the Buddha figuring out that we are suffering because we are clinging and holding on to these beliefs of false self, this narcissistic type of attitude, like we are going to last forever. I mean, we build these monuments when we die, sometimes these big monuments in, in a cemetery with our names on them, huge things I've seen in cemeteries, trying to hold on to life. Like, look, I was here. But two generations later, that same family is not, doesn't even know that person or who they are or what they were or who they were or how they lived. So how or how or what is the best way to deal, I guess, with death and to have a reminder every day of death, but in a really healthy way? One of the things that the main thing is what you can understand is, like I said, impermanence, to embrace impermanence. There's not even a there's not even a feeling that's permanent. You know, when people say, I want to be happy. Well, I hate to let you down. You will never always be happy. You will never always be sad, though, either. You will never always be mad. And you will never always be humanly alive. But beyond this, Is the eternal soul, the essence, the spirit, that is the true self. To find the true self is actually through meditation, clearing away any of the beliefs that your identity here on this earth is real. When you were born, you were given a clean slate. Everything environmental to genetics develop within you create who you are as a human but which is a false sense of who you are you're given a name you're given a color of skin you're given a place of birth and we we cling to these things thinking that this is who we really are but really who you are is just a spirit having a human experience you're just having a human experience. What are your goals to having a human experience? We choose, according to many beliefs, to come back to this life, to come back to these certain parents, to come back to this certain place in time as we die and let go of our human nature and go back into the universe and come back to work on our karma, to work on these things that we need to work on, to achieve enlightenment, to one day maybe get into Valhalla, to maybe one day get to Nirvana, to one day stop the cycle of rebirth. Because being reborn is suffering. It's suffering because we come back as a human form. 
But we accomplish this as much as we can through mindfulness, self being self-awakened, meditation, spiritual life. We can stop the rebirth if we choose. Now, how this comes to death is, is like this. You don't know the time of your death. You don't know when you're going to die. Nobody wakes up in the morning, unless they plan it, to die. You don't know when you're going to die. You don't know when you're going to have a stroke. You don't know if you're going to have a heart attack. You don't know if you're going to have cancer. And I'm not trying to give you an anxiety attack right now. I'm trying to face reality. But the worst thing in the world is to live a life unfulfilling. There is a one in 250 million chance that you're being, that you were born. One in 250 million. I think that's the number. It's more... It's even more of a chance that you win the lotto than being born. And we take life for granted. And we think life is going to be forever. No. S through our soul, our spirit, maybe. But this life, no. But we have this narcissistic, self-indulging attitude, thinking that, oh, we're just going to live forever. And that's it. And then the fear of death is creeping at your door. But you have to use this as a motivation. Knowing that death can come at any time. Maybe that'll pull you off the couch. Maybe that'll pull you to the pillow to, med to meditate. Maybe it'll make you crack open a book about your spiritual life. Maybe it'll make you expand and search for a new path in your life. Life is meant to be live with adventure, uninhibited, never grasping though. To live fully, to laugh, to have sex, to enjoy, do no harm. And I'm not talking about doing no harm in the sense of spells. I'm talking about do no harm sexually, hurting anybody. I'm talking about grasping your practice with both your arms and bring it into your chest and really indulge in it. That's why you came back to this earth. That's why you're a reborn. Death means nothing. When I was eight years old, and I told this story before, when you, when I was eight years old, I was standing in my room and something came over to, over to me. Something came to me knowing you were never dead. You were always alive. I was always alive. At eight years old, that came to me. I never studied Buddhism. I never knew what reincarnation was. I was eight. I was born to a mother who was very Catholic. 
still is today, who was a great woman. And I left the faith because I wasn't for me. I had my own path. But I knew I was always alive. That gave me hope, knowing that even when I lose people around me in my life, my own death, as a human, I may die. But as a spirit and of the essence of the cosmos, I will move on to the next one because I have already moved on many, many lives. And as you get more spiritually connected to your true self through meditation, you will find your true self because it's all clutter on top of you. All this identity is clutter. The true self is the spirit which has no identity. It is just energy and your essence. You have no identity. You are just part of the cosmos. And that is the beauty of it. And to beat rebirth is to be enlightened and to get there. The Buddha said that there was 84,000 ways to become enlightened and he found it to end his rebirth, to never suffer again. There's been many spiritual masters on this earth that have done the same thing. Now, life is difficult. Who wants to come back to doing the same thing over and over again? But death will motivate you. Death will motivate you to get up. Death will motivate you to, to really take life by the reins and lead it because you know you only have so much time. Like I said, the worst thing in life, in human life, is a life that is wasted. Talent that is wasted. Love that is wasted. Hug your children if you have children. Hug the one that you love. Tell people that you love them. Forgive sometimes. I know we want to do spell work on somebody. Sometimes it's easier to forgive. Believe me, I live in dark magic all the time. But dark magic isn't about always punishing. It's always about helping also. So. Use the tool of meditation, of self-awareness, mindfulness especially, being mindful during the day. I want to give you, um, I'd like to give you another quote, see if I can, um, if I could find it here, because I want to make sure that I do find it because I think it's, uh, I think it's a great quote and it is actually by, um, Michael Montaigne. He was a great writer on death and life uh, many, many years ago. And if you will look at his name is M-O-N-T-A-I-G-N-E. And he quotes, To begin depriving death of its greatest advantage over us, let us adopt a way to clean contrary to that common one. Let us deprive death of its strangeness. Let us frequent it. Let us get used to it. Let us have nothing more often in mind than death. We do not know where death awaits us, so let us wait for it everywhere. To practice death is to practice 
freedom. A man who has learned how to die has unlearned how to be a slave. And when he's talking about a slave, it's a slave to being having the fear of death. On my altar, where I do my ritual work, I have skulls, not real skulls, but I have some iron skulls and some gifts that Morgana has given me and other people. And the skulls aren't there to be scary or because it's dark magic. It's there to remind me of death could come today and to grab it and live for today because tomorrow may not come. The next hour may not come. I have a tattoo on my left hand. It's a skull and crossbones. It's a memento mori to remind me when I look at my hand, every second counts of your beautiful life. Every second counts to try and love and to try to achieve enlightenment. So that's all I have for today. So I hope you didn't get anxiety from this. I hope that you actually learned that to embrace um, death and to look at, and to look at as it um, in a, actually a positive way. Um, how I get through my day and how I do my own practice is I meditate. I will meditate on death or I think about it for that second and maybe wander on it during the you know day and think about it and sometimes they say it's even good to practice thinking about your own death and how you would respond to it and i do that often too but that pushes me to know that there's not time time is the biggest destructor Destruction is the destroyer of humankind. Because you only have so much time. You will never get it back. It's gone, it's gone. There's also a couple other things I do. I like to work out and keep myself healthy. And yeah, I love sugar. Yeah, I love eating like shit sometimes. But I try to eat healthy. Keep my meat puppet, my whole body, my astronaut suit healthy to try and live a quality life that's what I do read a lot hold hands with somebody that you love kiss your children some people they just their kids are running around you're not even paying attention when you're at dinner with your partner put your fucking phone down look at this beautiful person who is going to become a god one day hopefully that you become godlike or become a god and go to Valhalla Nirvana wherever look at their beautiful spirit and soul within them and have a conversation instead of looking at your phones those are little things you can do so anyways Infernal blessings to all of you. And 
really embrace life. Because death is coming. But it's not a bad thing. You'll move on. Infernal blessings again. <laughs>